You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hi, sisters. Scout here. This is part two of a end of recap episode that me and Mads recorded. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, that is part one of this wholesome, reflective, introspective, intentional conversation. So if you haven't listened to that one, I highly suggest going back and listening since this carries or it starts back up right where we left off. We love you so much and enjoy this episode. Okay, other things about business, I mean, especially because I'm at the stage of Camber where I'm kind of doing everything. <laughs> I think I've uh, it's very clear to me what parts of the business I enjoy and what parts I don't. Honestly, I've been struggling a lot with data and metrics. I always, again, this is interesting because... So interesting because I thought you would like that stuff. Okay, so this is very interesting. This kind of goes back to my current fixation with the articles and with... You took like fucking calculus in high school. And I loved it. So this is why it's very interesting because it is very aligned with me. And it's exactly what I was saying in the beginning. It felt aligned with me at a certain time, but it reminds me 
of school and academics in a way. And again, there's trauma there. And then I think maybe I associate that. And again, it comes back with like the imposter syndrome. Like I'm not a fucking data analyst. I don't know SQL. I don't know how to like mine data and manipulate it. But look, I do know how to like, I am capable of doing these things. Like, and I've been telling myself that over and fucking over. And I also am very skilled at math and at numbers. So it's very interesting that I have this resistance because I think it's a weird connotation in my mind. Maybe I don't know, whatever it is. So I'm dealing with that. It's dealing with me being like, Hey, this is hard and I need to learn this. And that reminds me of school a little bit. Maybe that's what it is. Regardless feeling that. And then realizing as I'm sure this is not going to come to surprise anyone the community aspect is just I'm so obsessed with communities and digital communities I've been really really involved not only with the camper community I mean we pre-launched the app we're not even in the app store yet and we've already garnered this entire community rallying behind the product and I don't think a lot of brands would have done what we did but I think I would like to pride myself on like having the foresight to build like to know that the community is much more important than like any product you build. So I've loved and enjoyed every moment of connecting with the camper community. We have grown so much closer to our sisterhood and the okay sis community, especially since joining Geneva. I feel like we have this direct line of communication. I feel so much more in tune and aware of everyone. And it feels so much more fulfilling. I mean, It's not just you and me fucking talking into the abyss. Like there's this amazing, there's you, listener. There's fucking you. Like that's a crazy, you're part of this community. You're part of this podcast with us. Like it's so fun. So I don't know. I've been just, I've been really loving the discussion and the narrative around community and like how, and I love that companies are finally waking up to understand that this is paramount to a company's strategy and a business strategy and not just some, you know, ancillary thing that you build and that, you know, it is literally everything. It's critical because it's your customers. It's, it's making sure there's a human connection. So I'm, I don't know. I just, in terms of learning about business, I'm like really excited that that's the way businesses are operating and thinking about things now. It feels a lot more personal. Yeah. You are so good at the digital community stuff, sisters. I'm really sorry. I'm not the best because, well, because I get triggered by text messages so much. So sometimes my DMs and Geneva notifications are in that bucket. So I go in like in chunks of time and will spend time in there and respond. But it's hard for me. It just, it's not who I am. It's difficult for me to be plugged in all the time in that sense because I get very, very, very overwhelmed. So I have learned a lot this year. I feel like I went from a girl who was doing an agency to someone who now runs more of an organization because now we have like I hired an upper management director at my agency. And so this is the year that I went from entrepreneur to figuring out how to be a CEO. And in that transition, I have learned so much about how I have to take care of my time and how I have to view the tasks that I do within this organization. It's also changed my relationship to my agency. Like Scout's agency used to be me. Like my agency, that's it. That's not the case anymore. Like this agency supports 
six of us now. It supports our full-time jobs, our fulfillment at work, our careers, our future path forward, the daily fulfillment, the community that we're in every single day. And so with that, it's been, I think with growing it, I've been able to take myself out of it as like this nucleus and really, really, really understand that my job here is the CEO. And and what does the CEO do? And how can I be a good CEO? And there's a lot of things that I've started to tactically take away, especially from We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers' book, which is investing in my time. So one of the examples I gave on my Emotional Entrepreneur podcast was you have to really, really think about your time as the greatest asset. So for example, I was at UTC and Luna ate one of my AirPods and I was there was the Apple store. So I said, oh, I can finally get this fixed because I was literally using one AirPod for eight months. And they said that it would be $75 to replace the AirPod, but I'd have to make a genius appointment and come back. Or I could with the new AirPods, like spend $150, get new AirPods. And so I think before running Scouts Agency in the way that I am now, I would have been like, okay, great. I'll save the 75 bucks. I'll make a genius bar appointment and I'll come back. But I started to say, is that two hours of me making the Genius Bar appointment, driving to UTC, going to the mall, da 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 is that worth $75 when I could spend those two hours on a sales call and selling a six-month retainer client scope of work to somebody? So I've started to see what's worth it and what's not worth it. And additionally, I've this is like a whole fucking episode, but... I've been able to stay in my lane. So one tip that I have is if there's a task at hand within the agency and somebody else can do it, that means I shouldn't do it. The stuff that I do every day on my to-do list should only be the things that I, as the CEO and owner, can do. So nobody can go on a podcast and talk about Scouts Agency but myself. Nobody can meet with the accountant but myself. Nobody can be on the sales calls at this moment because I haven't trained anyone but myself. And so if I'm doing tasks that are in other people's job scope, I am burning energy that's not in the business's highest alignment. So it's no longer about what's in my highest alignment. It's about what's in the business's highest alignment because I'm the person, Kristen Smith on my podcast, and she said that she's the owner of Saffron and Sage. She said, Saffron and Sage and the people who work for me they only go as high as the ceiling that I provide for them. And so my job is to provide a higher ceiling and a higher ceiling and a higher ceiling, every single growth, every single quarter, whatever it is, for all of us to rise up with. And so that's my job is raising that ceiling. So for example, I got an assistant this year, Danielle, who changed my fucking life changed my life. There's so many things that I now look at that I do and optimize. So for example, like I got a create and cultivate email. They had a online summit thing that I could join virtually. One of the talks was how to get from a six figure business to a seven figure business. I wanted to attend that, forwarded it to Danielle, wrote, sign me up, put in my cow. She signed me up. She put in my cow. She paid everything. That was a five minute task, but that was a task that I didn't need to do. Right. And so It's not, I had to come to terms with this because I felt like I was, what's the word, self-centered or couldn't do these tasks or, you know what I mean? Or like, does that make sense? Like having someone else do the tasks for you, but it's not. Yeah. Like, like there's like an ego, like, oh, I'm, I'm better than this task. Like you do it. No, it's not that. But I see what you're saying. It's not that. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm see, I see what you're saying because 
even I can understand like the various minuscule micro tasks like they add up and when you see them and they take away from you rising the ceiling and bringing the revenue and all the things yeah yeah you want to declutter and you need to delegate as Lacey Phillips says detox and delegate like it's not about you thinking you're above certain tasks it's about literally protecting your time my job my my role yeah dude I've done all those tasks for years I'll do them again if I have Mm -hmm. to okay the second thing that I've learned in business is that you have to take, this is again, a whole nother episode. You have to take risks. You have to, and you have to at times trust financially that if you invest in yourself and invest in your business and invest in launches the right way, that's what's going to bring the energy back. So if I invested half ass into my book launch, I don't believe I would have had the results that I had. I invested 150%. I stretched myself. I had panic attacks. I couldn't believe my fucking credit card bill. And it paid off tenfold. So that's a whole conversation we can get into later. But I definitely learned that I have to spend money in the right areas. And I have to follow my desires. When I invest in my desires, my business grows. When I invest in stupid shit, nothing happens. But when you invest in your desires and in the highest alignment, in your soul calling, in your purpose, in what you want for your business, your business opens and it becomes this abundant magnet. Abundant magnet. Like I have this gorgeous office that I put down for because it's in alignment with my soul. It's in alignment with the team and how they feel every single day. And it has already brought us opportunities from clients. So just seeing how every little investment that feels scary, but when I make those decisions because it's a desire of mine, my business opens up for me. I love that. And then I have um, another one. Oh. Hiring upper management, hiring someone between you and the team is integral from making the move from entrepreneur to CEO. Because as you said, managing a team is one harder than I ever fucking expected it to be. Kelsey's in the next room. She can totally hear me. It is way harder than I expected it to be. And it's not necessarily so much my forte. Like I can do it, but it takes me away again from where I shine, where my zone of genius is, which is building revenue, expanding the team and creating company culture really is kind of my, my thing. So investing in upper management investing in your team is very important. I know so many businesses and agencies who only hire independent contractors and do part-time and the turnover is constant and they wonder why they can never grow. I, from day one, put down on my team, full-time, W-2, payroll salary, we're adding health benefits to everyone and it's like a non-negotiable. I don't even want to work with part-time employees, to be honest. And so I think that investing in a foundation of the team, while it can feel scary with payroll taxes and, you know, you don't even want to know how much I process through payroll every single month, that team and making them feel supported and secured and investing in them is the best thing I've ever done. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. 
I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. Yeah, as we are starting this journey of hiring our first hire, critical first hire, technical co-founder, yeah, going to be entering into that whole journey. So 
excited to lean on you for support. Oh, there's so much when you do your first hire. There's so much. It's so crazy. I think I'm going to be such a good leader. I'm going to be such a good leader, except this person that we're hiring is, is going to be a co-founder. So it's, we're hoping that it'll be more parallel. Yeah. Equal, but I'm too introverted to, to be the one that is in charge of management. I'm too introverted. I think I'm going to be an awesome boss and leader and I'm so excited Oh, yeah. I think I'm an awesome boss. <laughs> okay. I am. All right. So how we do. And so are you. You're going to be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Shall we? You're going to be such a good boss, but I can't wait for you to come to me with all the things that you're like, wait, this is fucking crazy. What do I do about this? And wait. Pandora's box. Yeah. I have to pay $70 in taxes per every $1,000 I run through my payroll system. And well, I do know that because I run payroll for myself. <laughs> so I don't, I do know how much we pay just for me. Yeah. It's crazy. Wild. Okay. Let's look forward, Scout. Let's look forward into 2022, which can I say something so cute that is happening in 2022? Yeah. Me and my best friend, Schnoobaloob, her name is Noah, but I call her Schnoob. I think 15 years ago, we made a pact that in 2022, such a random <laughs> abstract year. I think we picked it because it was 10 years after our high school graduation. We said June okay. of 2022, we are going to go to Denver and go to the Celestial Seasonings Cafe because we were obsessed with Celestial <laughs> Seasonings tea. Now, forever, <laughs> we've always, you know, we say 622, 622, June 2022. And it's fucking 2022. How fucking wild. And I remember wow. us fantasizing about what we would be like and if we would, where we would be. We both thought we would be like married with kids and we would married all with go kids. to Denver with like a bunch of kids, which is hilarious. And how cute is that? Like we're, and so I, ha I forgot, I need to text her that we need to plan it. But how crazy for 15 years and now it is the year that we're going to go and do it. That's so wild because I'm sure in the moment that you made that promise, you thought that time would never come. Never. I remember it being like, that's so far away. We're going to wait so many years. And yeah, so catch me in Denver in June. Wow. That's so cute. That's incredible. That's going to be a really special trip for you guys. I know. And also it's funny because obviously we're still very close friends. So we had said like, if we do ever drift apart, like we must reconnect and do it. So I'm glad though that we remained friends for as long as we did. So, okay. Some intentions for 2022. This, I feel like I'm going to be beating a dead horse with the stick. Is that what a terrible yeah, phrase? Yeah, we get it. It was kind of, yeah, it's a terrible phrase. <laughs> okay. I want to learn in 2022 how to enjoy the journey and be process oriented. I think I've talked about this numerous times on the podcast, but I I want to be what Ed Milet uh, coined as blissfully dissatisfied. Oh, never thought we never thought we would hear Mads quoting Ed Milet on the podcast. Wow, quoting Ed Milet. I know. I just proselytize you for everything, and it makes me so happy. I know. So he coined this term blissfully dissatisfied, which means that you can be both happy and blissful in the journey, but also be, you know, 
achieving goals and have goals that you would like to achieve. So you're dissatisfied because you're, you know, you're not at whatever goal, but you're blissful in the process or you're blissful in the journey and how you operate on a day to day basis. Like those two things don't need to be mutually or don't have to be one or the other. And it's such a, the way he described it, it just, it literally is just enjoy the journey, not the destination. Like that's literally what it is. But the way that he, you know, coined this term, it's. Oh, it's more like enjoy the journey and the destination. Sure. Enjoy both for sure. And that's kind of what he's yeah. saying. Why do we, why do we only got to enjoy one? Sure. Yeah. Let's enjoy both. Let's do that. Yes. But I've just been trying to think of, you know, tangible ways uh, that I can do that. So I think a lot of it has been reflection, daily reflection. I send emails to Lauren every day with my progress and what I've done with Camber. I write out what I did today, what's still in progress, our stats of our community and our app, and what I learned and what the wins, not the big wins, big and little, but wins. And it forces me to really take stock of my day. It puts value. It makes me realize like how much I actually have done, which kind of ties into the whole productivity issue that I have as well. So this, and it also allows me one to like grow and learn. I mean, if we did a mistake, I, I write that in there of what I learned. And if we have a win, even a little win, like someone responded to us on DM or Rod, you know, Rod from TikTok, he liked our TikTok and commented. And I was like, Bam, bam, Rod. So you know what I mean? Like things like that. Love Rod. Love, love Rod. <laughs> Fucking love Rod. So I'm still not fully there yet, but I've just been trying so hard to find joy in like every little process and like also realizing like what lights me up. So, you know, doing a TikTok that is really fun for me and then it kind of you know it resonates with people that feels good for me and people are you know discovering places on Camber and telling me about it that feels great to me if I'm engaging with the community when I'm doing new product features and designs like that feels good so I just I'm paying more attention to like what feels good in that journey so yeah that is something I'm looking forward to and then mental fortitude and toughness honestly this again goes back to what I was saying with the current fixation I have made a contract with myself to read one article a day I made a little notion board of all the articles that I gather up through my various newsletters and blogs and I put them in this one spreadsheet and I'm going to read one a day and I have also deployed smart note-taking which is actually what Emily Dinanato introduced to me and I have a whole template for ways to take notes that actually make the information like you ingest the information and actually internalize it rather than just like reading something and then moving on and never remembering what you read which is how I used to do so now yes it takes a little more time but it, I actually come to realizations through this note-taking methodology so that has been really great and so I'm I'm trying to lean more into that I'm gonna just rattle these next ones off emotional wellness and peace of mind I think that goes without saying. I want to get more acceptance, accepting of my body and just have a, I think, a more improved relationship to it. And then practice money mindfulness and better budgeting. I want to feel secure and safe and comfortable and also allow for abundance and 
and money to flow in. I think it's kind of been like sporadic this whole year a little bit. So I kind of, I really want to be a little more balanced in that regard. And then you kind of brought it up, but better relationship to social media. I think avoiding burnout. I've been doing this thing where I only go on social media for intended purposes. So I don't really open it to just scroll. I don't, I really don't even use any of them just to scroll. If I'm doing prepping TikToks or posting TikToks, posting Instagrams, doing engagement, I literally put it in my calendar one hour where I'm on it. And then I really don't look at it the rest of the day unless it's like responding to comments and things like that and DMs. So I think that has helped a lot because it's allowed me to be like, this is work. This is the block of time. And I'm actually scheduling it for efficient purposes. So I just want to continue that journey because it's been a fucking journey with social media, as you alluded to over the past two years. I don't think we've alluded to it. I think we've uh, we've put it on full blast. We beat the horse with the stick. Okay. We're not beating any horses. Animal rights. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. My intentions for 2022 is to take the growth that I've experienced this year and to use it as evidence that I get to invest in my desires. And the next time I do that, it won't be as painful and anxiety producing and uncomfortable. So my intention for 2022 is to trust that the decisions I make and the desires that I have and the ideas that pop into my mind are worthy of being expressed and examined and brought to reality and that I'm allowed to invest in the things that make me happy and make my business move forward. My intention for 2022 is to 
continue, which I feel like this week it really, really hit me crystal clear, to continue my relationship with abundance and to formally, which I feel like this week I've done, to formally disengage and detach from societal beliefs and family-inherited beliefs around money and what business should or should not look like. I believe that as women who are obviously being emotionally conscious and working on our limiting beliefs the way we are, we get to change the narrative around our philosophy around money, around our philosophy around business, and around our philosophy on what makes a good life for ourselves. So I am moving forward into 2022 with incredible abundance, with this intense belief that I can dial up the magic whenever I want to that I get to follow my desires because they are planted within me for a reason and they deserve to be expressed. I'm going into 2022 with a vision of scaling my agency and adding new team members and just formalizing all of the systems and processes to make a really, really strong team as well as a beautiful community within our team. My intention with my husband is to go even deeper into our relationship. Next year, we will celebrate our 10-year anniversary of being together. And I know, and you know, the woman he met, the woman he, you know, I was when we started dating is very different. And I'm excited to continue to support that relationship by supporting my growth and the way I show up there. So even more intimacy and improved communication, everything within my relationship. Because I think that sometimes in the personal development world, we talk about how we can improve our business and how we can improve ourselves. But we forget that that same magic is also available within our relationships too, that we get to continue checking in and to continue working on on that too. So I'm just really, really grateful for my husband. And I'm excited for 2022 to celebrate 10 years with him. That's really it, like dialing up the magic, dialing up my desires, dialing up my joy. And another intention for me is this has been very difficult and I have trusted that I was supposed to go through this with OKSIS Podcast and you, who I am sometimes on OKSIS podcast does not fit into my brand strategy of what I would present to the world. And I have struggled with that at times and have judged myself for being silly and saying the word pussy and talking about Kanye West and Pete Davidson and whatever the fuck I say. And I actually last week formally resigned that judgment over myself because you have been very right that that is a part of me. And if I'm uncomfortable sharing that, then there's a part that I'm judging, that that I'm judging myself for being a certain way that I just am. And there have been times when I've felt out of alignment with some things that we post, not because who I am on this podcast isn't me, but because I was trying to control an image of who I am. And so I've really, really resigned to the fact that I can come on here and say the things that I would say in real life. And it doesn't have to fit into my brand narrative box. And then I can relinquish control of what I want people to perceive me as and I can just be seen in all of me and 
the mission of OK Sis has been that women are multifaceted and we can like pop culture and be intellectual and we can be silly and serious. And yet I don't think I really felt that for myself. I felt as if I had to be one facet. I had to be the serious poetry writing, depressed mental health scout. And um, you've really pushed me out of that in many ways, you know, sometimes crossing my boundaries by posting things I asked you not to. But in that pushing, I have finally come to the point where I feel as if I deserve to be that multifaceted woman that you and I always preach for the sisterhood. You deserve to say the word pussy whenever you want, Scout. I, I really thought you were going to go serious with that. I really was. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. I'm fucking, of course, you pull that shit out. <laughs> yes, I deserve to say the word pussy. <laughs> it is true. And I think I think you first of all, well, we have we have to wrap this up a little bit because we have something in three. But I really applaud you for coming to that realization because and I just want to ease a lot of the worries that you've had because it really is not perceived the way I think you make it. I think you I, I think I judge myself. I think you think the sisterhood thinks that you are like this goofball, whereas no, it is the it is me that they think <laughs> is the goofball. Okay? I can't <laughs> confirm this. All right. So I think that. One, I just want to ease your worries around that and your brand pillars and the narrative. I understand we are all about, you know, the brand pillars, Jessica's Wag, you know, we're, we're into it. I do. Yes. But I want us to also respect the relationship that we have. I mean, this is a very unique relationship between sisters. I think a lot of this is why people and you, dear listener, are listening and resonate with this podcast is because it reminds you of your relationship with your sister or a friend. And that is the essence we're trying to capture. And yes, it's the multifacetedness and multitudes that women inherently have. And that's okay for us to portray all of that on the internet. But it's also this really, really unique, where like I'm very different with you than I am in real life as well. So I think that is the magic of OK Sis, is that this is a very, very yeah. specific, unique relationship, and that's why it works. Amen. You said it very beautifully. So I am grateful that we got another year down Woo! podcasting, another year having conversations like this. Sisters, it's like you are everything to us. The fact that you're here, literally the fact that you're here, allow me and Mads to go through this. And we hope that we help you on your journey as well. So if you want to give us a holiday gift, you can send text, text your favorite OKSIS episode to a friend. We want to spread the sisterhood and welcome as many new sisters into our beautifully supportive community. But we are ending 2021 so fucking grateful for you. And we are entering 2022 excited to continue doing this life with you thank you sisters we love you and have a safe oh but before oh. real quick well we got to do the plug you know you can follow me at Scott oh, you can follow mads at maddie mayo and you can follow us both at okay sis podcast on instagram Woo! we love you sisters happy new year Bye. Bye. 
Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 